It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! No, yeah, it's all right. Hey, what's going on, everybody? (laughs) Ears Up Podcast. This is the quarantine edition, apparently. Uh, Bev is uh, hacking her way to a new her. COVID what? (laughs) (laughs) I probably should start the show over, but you know what? It's so good, I'm going to leave it alone. Whatever. We have a good... God damn, I hate this new... I hate this setup. I'm going to buy... I'm going to buy a little mixer... And I'm going to get out of this tiki room for the main show because I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I can't deal with it. I have a, um, a new mic coming for some of the stuff I'm doing for work. Yeah. And oh, at that, that point, I won't need um, my mixer if you want me to give it to you. Yes, I do. Okay. When's that going to happen? Uh, Saturday. It's got a USB mic. So. Oh, good. Okay, great. I would love your mixer, dude. That would be great because that would save yeah. me $100 plus cables. It's a little Behringer. It's it's nothing. That's fine. All I need is uh, uh, three, three inputs and like two outputs or something like that. Yeah, send me six. a send me a photo. All right, send me a photo. We have a good show for you guys today, as always. And I say that, but I mean it this time. We are planning a third gate at Disneyland, and I didn't really understand what that meant when Terrence pitched it to me, and I kind of really didn't understand until I did it earlier today. I kind of feel like this should have just been a show that Terrence did. <laughs> it's just 100 percent Terrence. Well, yeah, I, it was his idea. Yeah, I will tell you right now, I did cheat a little bit. I took the easy way out, but I'm I not going to. But I'm not going to tell you how. I'm not going to tell you how I cheated until it's. I my know turn. how you cheated. You copied a uh, so probably something they were going to build anyway, and just made that yours. I did hack into the archives, bro. Come yeah, on, man. no, I put on my extreme coder gear. I drank a lot of Mountain Dew, and I just, I just did it, man. I did it. That's what I do. Uh, but before we... God, can you hear that when I... like? I don't know. My mic just fries, man. You can't hear that pop? That weird pop? Not at all. I didn't hear a pop, but I heard a, a pause. A zit. A zit. Anyways, um, before we get to the show, uh, you can find us all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest. Feedback goes to Taryn at earsup-podcast.com. We'd love some feedback. We haven't had feedback in a while. I like that segment. It's one of the good ones. Send show suggestions to Terrence at earsup-podcast.com. You can say hi, hi. To, Be- to Burpee Bev. And uh, anything else? Oh, you coughed. I'm sorry. Coffee Cough. coffee Bev? Yeah. That works on many levels. Yeah, it doesn't really. Um, if you want to support the show, do that. Go to patreon.com slash ears up. Uh, really, especially now. Look, y'all got your stimulus money. I'm not saying it should come to me, but it probably should. Most of it should come. To, I'm kidding. Um, Patreon.com slash ears up. Sign up for that. We have a, a lot of new shows coming up there. We have one called um, Very Annual Pass Holders that the boys from the Supreme Resort did. It's very funny. You should check that out only for Patreon people. Um, you can head on over to Etsy.com slash shop slash coveyors and buy some stuff and anything else. Um, you do any kind of internet shopping or whatever, you can use our Amazon link, which is um, on our like support page or whatever. Um, I do have a special guest. I'm going to bring her on right now. Um, and This is the, the problem with doing a bunch of new technology is that uh, sometimes technologies don't match up properly. And so you have to like combine technologies when you're already running five minutes late for your show start time. <laughs> and then you had to figure it all out. Um, but we're going to be talking to Tracy here from the Walt Disney Family Museum. And I'm really excited about that uh, because they're doing a bunch of cool stuff over at the Family Museum. Of course, it's closed. Um, but we're going to, anyway, we're going to chat with Tracy here and uh, see what's, what's happening. Hello. Hey, Tracy, this is Jason with Ears Up. Hey, how are you? Hey, pretty good. How are you doing? Good, thank you. I appreciate you taking the time out of your uh, Thursday evening to chat with us a little bit about uh, the Walt Disney Family Museum. We love the museum. We all, we've all we all been there numerous times, and uh, it's a great place to be. And so when I saw that you guys were doing this new uh, virtual program, I, I, had, I had to reach out and, and chat with you because I think it's a great idea. 
Um, would, you, would you just tell me a little bit about the, the, what is it called, the Happily Ever After Hours virtual series? Yes, Happily Ever After Hours. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it was um, an idea we came up with, um, you know, in light of our recent closure. Yeah. Um, where we really wanted to figure out a way to connect with our audience while we're all stuck at home and also, of course, give our audience something fun to do while they're stuck at home. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, <laughs> so we came up um, with this Happily Ever After Hours idea where we um, interview various Disney luminaries, um, animators, artists, Imagineers, etc., um, who want to uh, discuss their careers and connections to Walt Um And for the most part, it's kind of a open forum Q&A. Um, we come up with some questions of our own, and then we open it up to the audience um, to ask any questions that they'd like. Um, and we actually had our first one last night with Bob Gurr, and it was a huge success. Uh, people really loved it and really responded to it, so it was a lot of fun. Yeah, th- oh, that's amazing. Yeah, and Bob Gurr is like... He's he's I don't want to say the holy grail because there's there's too many holy grails in in the Disney, you know, universe, uh, the luminary fest, I guess. But uh, he's he's definitely one of those people that um, you, you, I've been trying to talk to Bob forever. <laughs> I've been trying to talk to like so. So getting so getting able or being able to, to sort of. Uh, have him talking to you through the, you know, uh, through the computer. That's got to, that had to have been really cool to, to witness. I mean, usually it's either, it's either live and you're kind of maybe way in the back or way off in the corner and you have to hear other people shuffling, but it's just, it's what, like a zoom meeting that we're pretty much all familiar with by now. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We do it all through zoom, um, which we're all, it's been a learning experience for me. Honestly, (laughs) I hadn't really used a lot of them before, you know, a month ago. Yeah. Um, and um, Bob hadn't used it either. Um, so we were able to get him on there and it worked out really well. Um, and Zoom has this great feature where it has the Q&A section. So people are able to just submit their questions right through that Q&A section. Uh-huh. I can see them really easily, um, read them to Bob. And with Bob, he just really like, you don't need to give him much. He has so many stories in his repertoire. So, uh, you know, just a little bit of prompting and he's off <laughs> and he, he's off and running. Yeah. And he's done so many interviews. Uh, we interviewed Roly Crump and he was pretty much like that as well, where, you know, these guys, they've, they've seen so much and, and back in Disney's heyday, even too, where things were coming at you really fast. Now everything's really planned out and there's committees and whatever, but these, these, these boys are flying by the seat of their pants. So I, I can imagine that they're, he's just uh, really good at, at just going, like you said, just talking. Yeah. Definitely. And he loves it. I mean, he, he's so happy to talk about, you know, anything imagineering, anything related to Walt. He loves it all. Was that a lot of pressure? Because, you know, as I was saying, Bob Gurr is, he's up there, you know, he's no slouch. So for me, I would be, I would be sweating to no end for weeks, but <laughs> leading up to that, how did, <laughs> was there a, you know, was there a lot of pressure that way to make sure that everything went off without a hitch? You know, I've, I've actually, I've had the pleasure of meeting Bob a few times throughout my, my work at the museum. So, um, I, you know, once you meet him, he's so amazing and just easygoing and silly and just fun to talk to. And I mean, like I said, he is just, he's a wealth of knowledge. So he really takes the show. There's really, you know, not a whole lot that I need to do. (laughs) Um, so it was, it's actually, it's really easy, uh, working with Bob. He's, amazing <laughs> i heard that he um made up a tiki drink in honor of of the of the talk uh so this is actually a drink that i think he's had for a while now okay. <laughs> um okay. so yeah it wasn't just uh for this this little program but we did ask him to whip one up for us and teach our audience uh how to do one yeah. and of course uh he like all of us you know Supplies are a little bit limited at the grocery stores yes. right now, um, and we're not making as many trips as we might have otherwise. So he kind of used um, a couple things that he just had laying around the house. Uh, for example, he usually uses a pineapple slice, and he didn't necessarily have that on hand, so he used a, a square of yam. <laughs> so he's a creative guy. Okay. All right. I mean, look, I guess at that point, you know, he's used to whatever looks good. I can't imagine yeah, it. Exactly. It's a, it's a, it looked beautiful. I don't know if you saw it, but it was, it was beautiful. <laughs> 
And then tomorrow you have Dave Goals. I believe that's how you pronounce his name. Uh, the man who performs mm-hmm. with uh, the great Gonzo and Bunsen Honeydew and Waldorf from the Muppets and all these people. But it's it's sold out, and I'm very disappointed um, about that. But it seems like uh, when did you even release the schedule for this? Last week, I think, right? Yeah, we um, we announced it to our members on Friday. So members um, get all of our programs in advance. So uh, they were able to register last Friday. Okay. And then we released it to the public on Monday. On Monday. And Bob's sold out in a few hours. And Dave sold out, um, I think, within a day. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would have a hard time deciding which to sign up for first, to be completely honest. I'm a, a giant Muppet head, but I'm also a Bob Gurr head, all. too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, is, there, is there a cost for attending these? Uh, no, they're all free. Um, yeah, for, th- for this series, we're what? doing them all for free. Um, so uh, the best way to sign up is really to sign up for our e-news so that you hear about it first. Yeah. Um, we send out... Uh, we're going to be sending out e-news, I think, a lot more. We usually send them out once a month. So during this closure, we're sending them out a lot more frequently just to keep everyone up to date on the closure and the different virtual events that we're adding. So um, that's definitely the easiest way to hear about it and sign up for it quickly. Um, and the other way, of course, is to become a member where you really get first dibs um, on all of our signups, including our regular programming. Uh, we're also doing some virtual workshops with our studio team. Um and those are paid and uh, have a much smaller capacity. Mm-hmm. So um, that's something else that it's definitely an advantage to either sign up for a new news or become a member so you can hear about it first. Okay, yeah, very good, very good. And then what's the uh, the third one? Because you only have three, I think, blocked out on the calendar in April, right? Uh, we have so we have Bob, we have Dave tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and then next week we have Brenda Chapman and Kevin Lima. Um, and they're doing it together. They're a couple. Um, so Brenda Chapman oh. is a director, and Kevin Lima is also a director. Uh, and they were both animators uh, at Disney. So we're going to be interviewing both of them. Yeah, and I was. Then, um, I was reading a little bit about Brenda, and she like created Brave. She like wrote, yes. and that's wow. amazing. Yeah, she's she's amazing. We've been um, wanting to get her for program for a while, so we're really excited to get to do this with her. And we've had Kevin um, a few times. He's the director of a Goofy Movie, Enchanted, 102 Dalmatians. Um, and he uh, he was actually just at the museum right before our closure um, because he moderated uh, our Dark Crystal talk a few weeks ago. Yes, a little more than a few weeks ago, a month wow. or two ago. <laughs> um, so we're really happy to have him back and hear their insights about working at Disney and working in the industry. They've uh, started their own production company, so we're excited to hear about that from them. That's amazing. Um, and that one actually just sold out today as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they're going quick. Um, but uh, on Friday of next week, um, we do have uh, a Happily Ever After Hours with Fabrizio Mancinelli, uh, who is a composer. And he's actually working with Richard Sherman right now. Um, on Andreas Deja's upcoming uh, short film, Mushka. Wow. Okay, that'll yeah. be huge. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be really fun. That's cool. uh, and that one does still have spots left. So. Okay, <laughs> excellent. I do like you, in, you know, from your, your talks and your seminars and all that kind of stuff, you, you guys do try to cover a wide range of of um, disciplines, I guess, within the sort of mm-hmm. Disney, you know, universe, and having a composer, I think, is a, is a great idea. Are you going to be doing any through May, and, and sort of as we are all stuck at home, you know, further and further, uh, is this going to continue? Definitely, and you know, even if you know, obviously, I don't think any of us know quite yet when everything's going to open up back again. Um, but even once it does, you know, we're not sure when we'll be able to have a full theater and things like that. So we're kind of planning these out, um, definitely through May. Um, and you know, maybe beyond, who knows, uh, this, we're finding that this virtual platform is such a good way to, uh, reach people, you know, I had people reach out to me saying, Oh, I live in Nebraska and I'd I'd never, uh, you know, be able to come to the museum otherwise. And this is so great to be able to access something like this. So it's just a good tool in general. Um, so, yeah, definitely through May we're going to be planning more. Um, we're going to be announcing more Happily Ever After Hours uh, next week. So 
definitely uh, stay tuned for that. <laughs> so become a member or sign up for the for the newsletter and and be a part mm-hmm. of that. Um, if I can ask yeah. you real quick, Tracy, just in in general, right? Um, how is the museum? What's going on with the museum right now? As far as I know, you guys are shut down, but wh- I'm interested in in like the artifacts. Do you still have displays up, or is everything sort of boxed and put away, and everything sort of you know shuttered and buckled down for the storm? You know, I'm actually not entirely sure. Um, we I haven't been able to go there since um, oh, we shut down. We actually shut down pretty early, so um, I haven't been in there. I imagine everything's still up for the most part, um, yeah. but I'm not on our collections team, so I'm not entirely sure what the process is. Um, but, you know, generally okay. our artifacts are sitting out there for a while anyway, so yeah. collections has their own um, kind of system for when things need to be switched out or dusted or all those different things, but unfortunately, I'm not really the authority on uh, <laughs> that system. <laughs> That's okay. I was just I was just curious, and you know, like you said, they're out for, for months at a time, and I know that a lot of the important stuff has their own sort of humidity control, so I imagine they're just fine, and there's no need to really yeah. go through the effort of, of uh, you know, potentially damaging them, putting them back in their cases, and then bringing them back out in a couple months, and, and hopefully... Uh, museum's not closed down. Hopefully, life gets back to normal. But uh, I, I would love to see these, uh, these happily, uh, these happy hour afters continue, even if you guys are open. I think it's a great way to bring people in and, uh, and sort of figure out what the museum is 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 all about. It's not just coming and looking at artifacts. It's it's a lot of knowledge and outreach and and understanding about the legacy Walt left behind, and, and even through other people. Yeah, it's definitely, I think, kind of, you know, in in times of of peril, (laughs) um, it's kind of opened some interesting doors for us that we hadn't necessarily considered before as far as just reaching more people virtually. Um, So, yeah, it's definitely something we're going to keep looking at in the future. Cool. I love it. Well, Tracy, that's it. I promised you it would be real short, and uh, and (laughs) we'll, uh, we'll let you go. Great. Well, thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. Oh, perfect. Thank you, Tracy. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. That was Tracy Timmer, Senior Public Programs Coordinator from the Walt Disney Family Museum. So it's a don't, cool title. It's a good title, right? I like Taryn, that. Taryn, you're shopping around for titles. That's a good I title. That is a good one. Yeah. Don't let anybody ever tell us that we don't get good, hard-hitting, high-echelon people. Exactly. Senior Public, pro- senior public Programs Coordinator. I love it. Yeah. Man, I'm disappointed. I first of all, I didn't. I got to sign up for their newsletter. Maybe, maybe during one of you guys' segments tonight, I'll I'll sign up for the thing. Um, I didn't. I didn't know about the Muppets, John. I didn't know they had a Dark Crystal Night. I know. Which I feel yeah. like you can't say Crystal Night because it's weird. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, so before we get on to the show, the Twenty First Amendment, our good pals over there have been serving craft beer in the San Francisco Bay Area for 19 years. Excuse me. From their initial brew pub on Second Street, just two blocks from Giant Stadium in San Francisco, to their production brewery and taproom across the bay in San Leandro, the Twenty First Amendment is now available in over twenty nine states, I believe, including in and around the parks. So, whenever we open up again, whenever the world opens up again, and you come to San Francisco, you come to San Leandro, you cannot leave. It is a is it ordered by the governor? You cannot leave <laughs> without visiting both locations, not just one. Both locations. But if you're going to go to either, I don't know. It's hard to say. What would you recommend? Oh, gosh. If Terrence, if you had to go to one, one uh, 21st Amendment location and only one, oh, where, which one would you go to? All right. So I do love the San Francisco location, especially before or after a Giants game. Um, but the San Leandro location, I mean, just looking at the, the brew house and the sheer magnitude of being able to yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go San Leandro. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. I think I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. Like, I don't like people, and there's always way too many people at the San Francisco. <laughs> it's it's much more crowded, and it's a little harder to get to. If you're in San Francisco, go to San Francisco. Yeah. If you're going right. to a Giants game, definitely go there. But the SF location is really cute. It's right it's across great. from South Park, right there. So it's a little neighborhood park, which almost don't exist anymore, in San, especially in San Francisco. Really the food's really good there, too. Oh, my God. They, they have, have these yeah. cheese curds that are just <laughs> yeah. off. The, like, we were, Sully went on a like journey to find the right yeah. kind of cheese curds, and he he did us right. We were talking to him the other night, because both locations are closed right now, and he goes, yeah, I got bags of cheese curds. And I'm like, <laughs> we might have to go out there. Yeah, we'll <laughs> buy them from you. Yeah, Check it I out. I will pick those up. Yeah. 
Anyway, if you guys are still buying beer and you can get 21st Amendment uh, in, in your area, please support them. They support the show. They're great people. Uh, they're good friends of ours, and uh, they're good friends of yours, too, by proxy. So uh, check them out, 21st Amendment Brewing Company. Um, all right, I did skip a little bit of stuff. So ears up in depth. It is not out yet. I am uh, record. We recorded it yesterday, last night. I still have to edit it. Um, there is a new Supreme Resort show. I believe I talked about it on the Corn Tiki Room. It's called Cash Grab. It is with Jimmy and Dan and their friend Audrey. And what they're doing is they're going through direct to video Disney releases. Okay, that's why it's called Cash Grab. Cash Grab, it. yeah. Yes. And it's actually yes, good. Jared. It's really, really good. Actually, it's good. It's actually it's good. No, so what I what I mean by that, and I know Dan's in the chat, but what I mean by that is that when I heard the concept, I was like, okay. But um it was there were moments where I actually texted Jimmy and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is hilarious, and where in the world did you find her? She is amazing. Like it's it's really great. You need good. to listen to it. Really great. Good. So that'll be once a month on top of their twice a month um, Supreme Resort show. So you can check all that right now. Uh, they just recorded, uh, Supreme Resort just recorded a show on the uh, Grand Hotels, comparing the Grand Californian and the Grand Floridian. Oh, interesting. But I think I might have to make them re-record it because Jimmy's microphone sucked. <laughs> oh, no. It was like, it, it was, so Terrence, if you're going to have a USB mic, you have to watch yeah. out for this. Um, yeah. You plug it in. You have to make sure that your microphone is set to your USB mic. It's right. happened to Jeremy. It's happened to Jimmy twice now where it'll just come through the laptop, and I can't salvage the um, the audio from it. So, unfortunately, I oh. think that we might have to burn that episode, and they have to do it again. That sucks. Yeah. They should just move on and then and then do that one again later. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's not a that's not a terrible so idea. So that it doesn't sound like rehearsed or yeah. something. <laughs> and welcome to the <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the show. Cuz also <laughs> cuz also they'll talk about it for like 10 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um staying on the uh secret sh- not secret show. God bless. Um what am I trying to say? I don't know. You're Help on your me phone. out. Help me out everybody. Help me out. Supreme I, Resort. Oh. <laughs> staying on the Supreme Resort topic, they are having a game night. Sunday at 5 o'clock Pacific. So if you want to join them, um, go over to the Facebook page, join the Supreme Resort group, or follow them on Instagram. Uh, they have an Instagram account called the Supreme Resort, and I'm trying desperately to educate Jimmy on how to use uh, Gen X technology. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear some of the conversations, and I'm like, oh, they're so cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, so check those people out. Um, Supreme Resort game night, Sunday what night, 5 do? o'clock. Like, what kind of games do they play? Well, it's only the second one. I think the first one they played was, like, You Don't Know Jack, I think, or <gasps> something like that. That's a fun game. Yeah, and I think they do it over Zoom. I, I don't know. I don't even think they know, to be honest with you. They're Can just trying just to get some... Can we steal their idea and play it on our, te- our quarantine game? Um, we could probably do that. We could also invite them and have them do one for us as well. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that would be nice. Yeah. So check those boys out. They're doing big things. I like them a lot. The Supreme Resort, they have their own feed. Check it out. Cool. Um, Okay, let's go and design a third gate. Terrence, would you like to explain to everybody what a third gate is? Because uh, I was talking to uh, Brittany and Maddie, and they confused me. And then so now I really don't know because my brain is sort of mushy. Okay. Yeah. So... At a resort, in order to have a resort with a uh, a theme park there, you have to have one gate, meaning you have a theme park with an entrance, which is a gate. Um, when DCA opened on the West Coast, that became the second gate, meaning that there are two theme, park res- uh, theme parks within a resort. We are creating the third theme park within the resort. So it'll be the third gate. So, so their entrances. So, does that entrance by the Rainforest Cafe count as a gate? No, it does not. No. Okay, it's a new park. It's a whole new park. All right. Okay. Well, I'm excited for this. Um, I think everybody was sort of under pressure to do this. This is very much a Terrence episode, um, and yeah. we're all pretending to be Terrence. I'm right sorry, now. but I get yeah. really into these too. I, I, I almost I always it. win them. So. I feel like you're when not was the giving... last time that we had a competition about? Last time Kyle Every was on. Every time we, time. 
Every time we decide who won. We do? Yeah, and it's always me. <laughs> if I just decide, like, before we do them, if I'm just like, okay, um, I get last place, can I just not do them? No. It uh, yeah, work yeah the answer is no, Peg. It's fine. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> uh, okay, well, who wants to go first? Bev, do you just want to go first and just get it out of the way? I mean, sure. Okay. I don't care. All right. Go for it, man. Okay, great. I have to open my internets. All of them? <laughs> all of them. All of the internets. I'm excited for this because of all the people that we have on the show, uh, Bev struggles the most with creativity, and she always brings something cool to the table that I didn't expect. So I am excited yeah. to hear what you have to, to bring to us, Bev. She always does such a um, good job. This is not my original idea. My, I was telling my friend that I needed to do this, and she was like, oh, you should do this. this. And so I stole her idea. Um, oh, so you cheated too? No, it's teamwork. Well, I didn't cheat. It, uh, oh, I no. just took somebody's idea and I built off of it. Somebody else's <laughs> idea and I built off of it. You're right. Which that's, was actually that's nothing like cheating. You're right. Whatever. Okay, so my idea for a third gate is Retroland. <gasps> oh, I almost did something like this. So this is going to be where many of Disneyland's formerly adored rides and attractions will be brought back from the grave to live once again. Whoa. I like this. Yeah, that sounds very familiar. Go uh, ahead. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. go, go ahead, Bev. I can't wait to hear. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay, so um, uh. <laughs> <laughs> the overall vibe, I want it to feel very 1960s Disneyland. Like all of the signage is going to be um, vintage music costumes the costumes the cast members wear everything's going to be very like taken from that time period um i want it to almost have a pleasantville kind of vibe uh, I also like i want all of the merchandise i don't know if there would be any new merchandise it's all going to be retro themed so if there's a toy or a t-shirt that you want from way back in the day retro disney is going to be the place you're going to find it okay. i like that That's i cool. like that um the rides are going to be old Disneyland favorites, but brought back with a slight tweak here and there. Okay. For instance, I want to bring the Skyway back, but I want it to go through all three parks. Oh, it's going to be a long ass ride. <laughs> so kind of like a, like a monorail type. A bit deal. like a monorail, but um, it's not going to have the option because you know how you can get on and off oh, the monorail okay. at different yeah. stops. This is just a straight. It's just going to go through. You're just making the circle. Okay. okay, that's too much. Ain't nobody got time for that. Okay. Um. Another ride that's going to be resurrected. Oh, I'm sorry. I skipped a whole paragraph. Another ride uh, that's going to be brought back is the obvious choice of the people mover. Okay. Especially since most of the infrastructure for the people mover still exists. So that's just all going to be taken out of Tomorrowland and brought over to the new land. Uh, it'll be upgraded so that it can support our fat bottoms. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but for the most part, it'll remain exactly the same. And then okay. one more ride that I want to bring back is Adventure Through Inner Space. Um, mostly because I watched a virtual ride through on YouTube and it seemed like an amazingly terrible acid trip. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. I like that. Um, for, din for dining, there's going to be the usual pop-up concession stands that are all throughout Disneyland. You'll be able to get popcorn. You'll be able to get churros, whatever. Um, but I want there to be a couple blasts from the past here and there. Ooh. Would Retroland really be Retroland if we didn't bring back the uh, Chicken of the Sea pirate ship and restaurant? There you yes. go. Terrence loves Tori, homie. So, perfect. Terrence she's loves come, that. She's coming back, but the main dining attraction um, would have to be the Tahitian Terrace brought back in all of its glory right down to the Hula Dancers. Oh, very nice. Um, and then finally... For attractions that aren't rides, I was thinking this could be the place where the electric light parade, lit, parade oh. lives. That way, if you want to see it, you know where to go. You're not just going to be surprised by hearing that music as you're wandering through. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you want to see it, you can go there and see it. If you don't, you can avoid it like the plague. And then the final attraction that I think would be cool would be a walkthrough recreation of Walt's apartment everything would be a replica but it would be an exact replica of his apartment i think that's, that's a great idea yeah that's, that's idea. a great it that's is it. a great idea that's retro land yeah like a third of that i have exactly on mine 
my other idea that I was going to do on my own, uh, that I came up on my own was uh, to stop renting the Simpsons IP and create Simpsons land, but have it be Disney. So mm-hmm. the bowling alley that they just put in downtown Disney, make Barney's Bolarama. Like See, that, that would be good. Thing. You should have gone oh, with that instead of instead of stealing my idea. She didn't steal your I, I idea. St- well, I don't know who wrote theirs first. I did. I wrote mine first. You wrote did yours you write- at 6.15 tonight, right? No, I wrote mine at about 2 o'clock this afternoon. Oh, then we were working yeah, on it at the tie. same time. <laughs> that's a straight up tie right there. I like it. My favorite part about that is the merch because as we all bemoan on this show, or at least maybe more that I do than anybody else, is all the Disney merch kind of stinks right now. Yes, like oh, shirt, yeah. like, I'm, like I'm over the spirit jersey. Can I just be honest? I'm mm-hmm. I'm 100 over that. They are dragging that thing out yeah. like the Godfather series. It's it's insane. I don't know what the the spirit jersey is. Terrence loves you know, spirit the Disneyland jersey. shirt I wear all the time. It says oh, Disneyland oh, on the back. Yeah, but like it go, it starts halfway down the arms and then comes around. It's very weird and retro, um, which is yeah. probably why it's so popular. To be honest with you. But I, I don't know, a lot of Disneyland merch is, is not very good. Um, I feel like you should go next. because No, 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 no. I'm not going to go next because then it's going to sound just too, too similar. Because my idea was pretty much the exact idea of Bev's friend. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Taryn, why don't you go ahead and go? Okay. Uh, yeah, my- this look is for you. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I got you. Uh, okay, so my third your, gate... Your friend's third gate idea? No, this oh, is okay. my idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> my third gate is a... Oh, my God, I just realized I forgot to name it. <laughs> anyway, mm. I worked... Call Bev's friend. She'll have an idea for you. <laughs> I worked you for... Don't be jealous that my ideas, even though they're the same as yours, are better than yours. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I'll go ahead and go now. Okay, so this is an unnamed park, but it is, uh, you guys, can I just tell you, I spent an hour trying to come up with the name of this thing, and then I was like, no, I can't spend any more time on the name, I just have to start writing it out, and then Mm -hmm. I never went back to the name. I'm so mad right now. So, it's called Ocean Lake Park. Ocean Lake Park, I love that idea. Okay, so this is a circular park, shaped much like Disneyland. Um, except that in the center is a large lake called Ocean Lake. And in the center of Ocean Lake is a giant globe statue with two Mickey ears on it. You can get to the globe uh, via three separate bridges. So kind of like a peace sign, I guess. <laughs> well, no, that's four. But kind of, you, know, <gasps> you know what I mean. Okay. Right. Um, and so what this is, is uh, this is World Showcase, California style. So, oh no! All the cast, <laughs> all the cast members me? say "bra." <laughs> wait, wait. Oh no! This is gotta be kidding me. <laughs> this is amazing. There's no way that that we all stole each other's ideas. There's no way. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Go on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we go. Uh, this is wow. so <laughs> we're predictable. Apparently. Yeah. Um, I'll just go on. So the lake serves a few purposes. It's partially for transportation. Rather than a train, this park has boats that has uh, various stops along the lake that will transport you from one country to another. Uh, you also, however, have the option to walk the circumference of the of the circle. Um, Ocean Lake is also the backdrop for attractions in French Polynesia and Australia, New Zealand. Uh, lastly, Ocean Lake is home to the return of Jeremy's favorite nighttime spectacular, Illuminations. Illuminations! Ooh. Reflections of Earth! So, uh, my version of World Showcase has five, I mean, I'm sorry, 11 countries, um, or regions, we'll call them. Um, so the first is the U.S., uh, and the attraction there is the Muppets present great moments in American history. So I'm bringing that back, a little retro. Uh, in this area, shopping is going to be very traditional, classic Disney stuff. And then the food is going to be, there's going to be a beer truck, churros, burger stand, very kind of all-American foods. The next one is Greece. I did this for Jason. Yasu, ela, ela, pusulewo, me Sorry. 
I need uh, you to stop. The attraction here is an e-ticket attraction. It's called Mount Olympus, and it's uh, similar in function to Radiator Springs Racers, where it's part dark ride and part roller coaster, and it's Hercules-themed. The shopping here is Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique-style shop, but you get turned into a god or a goddess. And yeah, the food here is as a, a reservation-only restaurant, sit-down restaurant, called Domames and Lamb. It's a Mediterranean-style restaurant. I can get behind all that. So the next one um, is actually just pretty much ripped out of uh, um, Epcot. It's the United Kingdom, because I'm sorry, but you just cannot have a, a place like this without the United Kingdom. So the attraction okay. is a brave dark ride. And uh, the shopping is going to be a football jersey shop. Okay. Soccer. Yeah. Uh, and a British candy shop. And they are going to have the Rose and Crown so you can grab yourself a Guinness. Um, there is alcohol in this park, by the way. Uh, number okay. four is French Polynesia. The attractions. Uh, this one is on the lake, on Ocean Lake. This is the Va Va races, which are boat races. Uh, the, and then also Tahitian dance lessons. Um, the food. This is one of my favorites. It's a it's a place called Demigods Grog, and it's a tiki bar with Maui from nice. Moana. Oh, nice. So he's yeah. he's actually the host at this bar, and um, he's not your bartender, but he's the host. So lots of things will happen in the bar as you're kind of sitting there, kind of like Trader Sam's. Number five, Australia, New Zealand. Uh, this is uh, the attraction is an underwater walkthrough of the Great Barrier Reef, guided by Nemo and Dory, and the food is a kiwi whip uh, cart instead of a Dole whip. Exactly, love it. Brazil is next. Uh, the attraction here is they. This is they're going to be known for the Carnival Parade, Carnival Parade, featuring Mickey Mouse and his friends. I would love to see Minnie Mouse <laughs> dressed as a carnival dancer. Yes, that well, you will yeah. here. In Brazil, and the food is in is called. Um, how do you say the? Uh, 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 yeah. I should have spelled Aca- it out. Acai berry. Ac- it's not acai. acai. It's uh, it's not Acia- that. Acai. 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 I don't know how to say. I don't it. know. I named it, and now it's it. Uh, it doesn't Asahi? make sense. Acai. Acai. <laughs> the no, Asahi berry. Asahi. Asahi. Acai. I don't know. It doesn't make okay. sense with my name anymore. Anyway, it's a f- this is going to be a food truck specializing in empanadas and healthy acai blah, bowls and smoothies. Man, I love having ideas I can't pronounce. Yeah. I, I had this one. That one was on lock, but whatever. Next one is Zimbabwe. This one's one of my favorites because the attraction is an attraction I already created on a previous Imagineering show. Oh, you're recycling. I love I, it. I did. So yeah. this is going to have Rafiki's Zen Den, if you guys don't remember that. It smells of patchouli, and it's a giant room with a huge mattress, and it's a comfortable place to relax out of the heat. Wait, it has a giant mattress? Yeah, the whole room is a big old bed. Why don't I remember that? It's just to hang out in. Okay. <laughs> Why are you yelling at me? Because <laughs> of the look you gave. Oh, okay. Um, there's also a virtual chalkboard where you can finger paint, because it's Rafiki's done is he a finger painter he ah. yeah he painted yeah, on, paint on the wall oh well, i don't know i don't even know what movie he's from bro <sighs> the lion from king lion oh, king yeah okay and speaking of that know. the shopping in this area <laughs> is <laughs> called pride rock and it is a lion king themed store the next one is thailand this has the attraction soaring around thailand <laughs> because thailand is beautiful so you should soar around it. That's true. Uh, this has um, an order pickup style restaurant like in DCA. And this has traditional Thai cuisine, which is where I would be. Then India. India has a Jungle Book dark ride, which I think is necessary. And uh, there's an outdoor bazaar with traditional Indian clothing and on-site henna. And for this food. This is like ripped out of your 16-year-old diary. <laughs> right. <laughs> For food, uh, there is a sit-down, reservation-only, traditional Indian restaurant. Now, number 10 is Scandinavia. This attraction is Olaf's Snowball Fight. Pass. This is similar to Buzz Lightyear's <coughs> Astro Blasters. You're throwing snowballs at Snogies, which if you guys don't remember those, or Snogies, I don't know. Uh, they're from the, the little short from Frozen where they, somebody sneezes, and I think Olaf sneezes out little weird little snowball men. A what's her face? The oh. 
No yeah. queen. I mean, oh, it, okay. it's a yeah, cute yeah, idea, but right. any, anybody but Olaf, that voice. But let, wait, wait for okay. it. Wait all for right. it. All right, all right. So the Snogies who are trying to melt Olaf, and then in the final scene, Olaf is melting. Good. And you save him by pelting snowballs at him. So you get to throw snowballs oh. at Olaf. Yeah, you still got to hear that voice, though. Whatever. Uh, and then, of course, Swedish meatball food truck in mm. Scandinavia. And yeah. Ikea assembly um, classes. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Lastly is Saudi Arabia. And this, uh, the attraction is uh, Aladdin's Oasis Pavilion. This has a daily Aladdin stage show, but it's also reserved for musical talents during the Food and Wine Festival. And the food here is Let Me Schwarm You Something. Shwarma walk up restaurant. That's my, that's my land. That's my park. Very good, Taryn. Thanks. Congratulations. Thanks. So, Jason, do you want to go next with your stolen one, or should I go next with my stolen one? Uh, it first can't be of all, stolen if we went first. Mine wasn't stolen. High five. Yes. There's no high fives. You guys cannot high five each other. We I, just I, I forbid it. I forbid it. Um, I should go. I should go next because it sounds like, you know, we don't want we don't want two of the same land. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well, like I said, I'm kind of cheating with this, but I don't care. Uh, but I guess I'm not as cheating as much as some of us did. Um, I, I don't. I don't do have not. a land. I don't have a land um, name for this. And uh, I also want to say that we didn't really decide on where in Anaheim these would go <laughs> because we're we're very much assuming that we can bulldoze any sort of houses or buildings. I kind of like in my head, I knew exactly where mine was. Oh, well, you're better than me, that's for sure. Hmm. Um, but yes, I I too would like to bring back rides and attractions that people have been asking for since they went away, to be honest with you. And uh, I would think that a, a company that likes to repackage nostalgia like Disney would be all about this. So first of all, um, this is not a, a place that was ever really created, but it was definitely uh, planned on it. The Museum of the Weird. Mm. I think right. I think Disneyland is ready for the Museum of the Weird. We already know that plans were in place to showcase a smaller version of Rolly's ideas in the queue for the Haunted Mansion uh, up until last year even. But those got scrapped for budget reasons. And then, well, so did everything else. But the Museum of the Weird is just the thing to show off the stranger side of the Disney parks. So much is geared for the general public, or at least what Disney execs think the general public wants, that the feeling of any new additions to the parks have a bland weight to them. I mean, you look at Star Wars Land, everyone sort of agrees. It, it looks great, but it's sort of, eh, who cares? Because mm. yeah. they don't really, I don't feel like the execs are sort of building lands for what people want. They want to try to get as many people in there as possible and as many people as happy as possible, which I understand. Mm-hmm. But having a, um, a thing like the Museum of the Weird that is not for everybody, I think will make it even cooler. Agreed. Yeah. Thank you. Um, the House of the Future needs to come back. If you remember, it's that weird sort of asterisk-shaped plastic house that uh, you know got torn down after a couple of years in oh, Tomorrowland. Yeah, yeah. That's a good oh, idea. Yeah. Uh, no matter how decrepit that place got, and then so you have the House of the Future, and then you have the House of Innovations or whatever in Innovations. That's sort of what I, I'm going to combine those two together. Oh. Um, okay. because Inventions House never made sense to me. Well, because nothing ever worked. And no matter how yeah. like decrepit uh, or run down that place got, there were still a lot of people in there. And, and I'm sure part of it was because it was air-conditioned, it was yeah. cool. But it was also something else to do. But also, also, there was some cool stuff in there. But that technology that they were showcasing there is sort of was already every day you know lights yeah. that you can control with right. a panel Ooh, <laughs> right. the yeah. wizards man um it just needs some <laughs> attention so it's going to be sponsored by google the house of the future showcases building materials that are eco-friendly easy to use and cheap like hemp hemp is a really big building uh material of the future and uh okay. so we're going to okay. have a, a house or at least a facade or one ever uh built with hemp uh, bricks. You can like, compress them into, uh, into big bricks there. Um, as you tour the house, you are shown examples of smart technology that could happen in a far-off date, as well as products you can purchase now, like mesh Wi-Fi networks from Google. That's weird. Okay. So imagine you have a mirror with a heads-up display, a toilet that can help diagnose diseases. In your garage, you have your car autopilot recharging your car, much like a Roomba does right now. 
Oh. So, so you get out of your car, you walk in, it autopilots and just goes into its own dock that and it's already wonderful. charging. You don't have to get out and plug it in and do anything like that, right? That would be uh, pretty cool. You have a virtual office in the house of the future where you work from home. Um, I think the failure of the House of, of Tomorrow or the House of Innovations or whatever the hell it was called was that either it was too big or not big enough. Like I said, who cares about controlling lights from your phones now? That tech is really, really cheap. You can do that for 10 bucks now. Yeah. Nobody cares about it. Let's go after tech that not only makes your life easier, but it's better for the environment. Okay. Um, I'm not sure anybody mentioned this already, but the people mover should come back. <laughs> I mean, it really is the best thing ever and probably one of the five top things people miss about Disneyland. Yeah. And I feel that's not a stretch to say that. I mean, People Mover is great. And one of the first things they hit up in Walt Disney World it was for us, for sure. Mm-hmm. We saw People Mover on the thing. We're like, oh, we got to do People Mover. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It moves yeah. You, it mo- it'll move you all around the new park, through the House of Tomorrow, over the queue for the next thing I'm going to talk about, and maybe even over to the hotel. Who knows, depending on where... On where it is, you know. Can I, can I just ask a question? Do you guys think that we would all like the People Mover if it was still there? Yeah. No. I mean, no. Yeah, yeah, I don't think so either. But we liked it at Disney World. Did we only like it because we can't get it here? I think so. Nah, we rode that thing like five times. We rode it twice. Well, I said like five <laughs> times. You take some liberties with it. <laughs> I didn't know you jotted it down in your journal. I did. Oh. Right, right next to the Julie. Yeah. Um. Country Bears. That's a good one. Country Bears has to come back, even though it's kind of a push because I don't think many people care about it in Disney World, but either break it down in Disney World and bring it over or give us our own in Disneyland. People are are ready for it right now. I think we took a long enough break. We're nostalgic enough about it. Uh, It's a classic that maybe doesn't need as much space as it had, so maybe the new Bears show will open with half as much seating as previously given. Because I think that's part of the problem, too. You go to this theater and there's 15 people there, but they're seating for 50. You're going to think nobody cares about it. So maybe you have seating for 25. Or you have um, like modular seating where you can extend if you need to or, or whatever. Uh, maybe bring, bring back the Wizard of Bras. I don't know. <laughs> That'd be kind of tight. Do you I mean, mean the store that was on Main Street? Yeah, the store was on yeah. Main Street. Yeah. That's that's now the Palm Parlor, which is still the best joke in Disneyland. Um, so as far <laughs> as far as dining, yes, I would like to do two things. One is a restaurant like the Sci-Fi Drive-In in Disney World, where instead of old uh, science fiction clips, it plays uh, clips of old Disney live-action movies. Like oh, a Dumpling okay. Gang or Herbie or whatever, you know, 30 seconds or cool. two minutes or something like that. You know, maybe even trailers for these movies. That would probably be better. Showing the trailers for these movies. You sit down in, you know, still maybe an old car. I don't know. I didn't really think about it too much about how you're sitting down, but you're watching these clips. Yeah, I like that. I think that'd be a lot of fun. For uh, a more upscale dining experience, you are in a restaurant that is themed to Walt's apartment. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so you're eating in Walt's apartment, but it's like a large like restaurant, right? But it's the same color scheme. It's the same kind of, you know, whatever. It can't really be the same layout, but there's a lot of stuff that's the same. And you're eating oh, like God. Walt. Not like like chili <laughs> with oh. like hot dogs or whatever. Oh, okay. But okay. you're having like a nice steak with a mashed potato or something like that. Scotch is It'd flowing like freely. American food. Kind yeah, of. for sure. For sure. And that is my my third gate. I don't want to call it. Uh, I don't know if there was only some word that I could use to describe like like a like a flashback, but also part of a land like a like retro land. No, no, not like that. Not like that. But something like um, I don't know, past world, like land of retro, past world. I think it would be good. Yeah, something like uh, that. Like ha- ha- already happened land. Yeah, like copied from my friend. <laughs> like land. this idea. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're free. you have good, smart friends. Um, you know what? She came up with the idea, not the the meat and potatoes. Yeah. Wow. See, you're stealing from my uh, my uh, Walt's apartment dining already again, saying meat and potatoes like that. It made me hungry. <laughs> uh, Terrence. Oh, here we go. Mm-hmm. You know when you're really excited about something, and then all of a sudden you're not. Yeah. Just happened. Yeah. All right. Uh. So the Disneyland Resort really does not lack for much of anything. You can find most of everything that you've ever wanted there. But there's one 
one thing that I would have loved to see, and that's for Disney to have built Port Disney. This theme park was originally planned to be built in Long Beach and feature a water-themed theme park, uh, a marina, a cruise ship port, and hotel accommodations. But this plan was abandoned to build Westcott, which ultimately became what we got with DCA. I would like to see a water-themed third gate in Anaheim, but instead of it just being about water, I'd like for it to showcase the entire Pacific. The park would be a marriage of Epcot's World Showcase and Tokyo Disney Sea. The park will be heavily themed with lush rainforests, volcanoes, and waterfalls. There will also be a water park contained within the park that will have a lazy river that will connect all of the lands. So Disney's Pacific Park will feature attractions and exhibits based on the world's largest ocean, the Pacific. The park will be built in the space currently occupied by the downtown Disney parking area adjacent adjacent to Paradise Pier. And Paradise Pier will be rethemed as a Pacific Hotel. And it will have an entrance into the park, a la the Grand Californian. The hotel itself would feature life-size creatures that would be found throughout the various portions of the ocean. So there will be a killer whale in the lobby, first seal replicas at the valet area in the front, and sea turtles at the entrance to the new restaurant, as well as animals native to the Pacific Islands. The rooms would have a Polynesian theme, as well as nightly luau's on the roof of the hotel for those that are at the concierge level. Now... Due to the size of the park, which is about half the size of DCA, most of the draw would be the environmental experiences, so basically drinking around the Pacific, and the imaginative rides that use minimal spaces. Here are my areas. First one, Australia-themed area. Uh, <laughs> shops, right? So shops that feature custom-painted rings, Kinga and Rue from Winnie the Pooh would be there. There would be an operatic stage show at a smaller-scale Sydney Opera House, and authentically Australian drinks like Foster's, uh, ginger beer, Archie Rose gin, uh, and things like that. There will also be the Hawaii uh, Samoa area. It will be a, a Moana-themed attraction there, uh, like It's Tough to Be a Bug, where you, Moana, and Maui face off against Taka and adventure into Tamatoa's hut to see his treasures. Uh, and there will be a room, just like what they used to have at Marine World, where you're underneath the ocean looking up at all of the animals swimming around. That was, um, and you would find... Go so, ahead. Sorry, that was that's really good. That's that's what I meant for my Australia one. That was good. I completely got that. That's why I huffed when you said it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there would also be a, a Polynesian drinks there. There would be a China area. So Milan would be the main character in this area. There would be traditional Chinese dances as well as a Chinese New Year dragon dance that would be prevalent, um, as well as uh, chi- uh, Chinese food and Chinese drinks. But at the center of this entire area... What's a Chinese drink? Like tea? Beer. Okay. Beer. And then um, by, I think it's called Baiju. It's like a 50% clear... It's 50% uh, ABV clear liquor that they, they drink, like sake. Um but at the center of the entire thing would be San Francisco. This would be a highly <laughs> themed San From Big Hero Francisco. Exactly. This would be a highly themed area that pays homage to Big Hero Six. So it's San Francisco with a Japanese twist. Uh, they'll utilize the old Golden Gate Bridge that used to be at the entrance to DCA, and they'll add the Japanese tops to the uh, to the top of it. Um, if you are walking through this area and look up, you'll see the blimps just like the, from the movie floating overhead you also find a kabuki theater and cable cars that'll take you around the area there'll be tons of merchandise from the movie and a motion simulator ride like star tours that takes you on a ride on the back of baymax to fight crime the area will also have the best restaurant in the entire land which is the jade palace menu items will consist of triple uh, a traditional japanese uh, fare with the san francisco twist so you'll have garlic fried calamari Sticky rice aroni, uh, <laughs> Japanese clam soup, and mochi flavored it's it's. Uh. Plenty of good sushi everywhere, as far as, and as well as Japanese beer, sake, and lemon sours everywhere. I need one of those mochi. It's mochi it's it's that it's sounds it's? amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna need one of those. That that was very creative. It was they were different. They were similar. It was something. It's still similar, <laughs> but yeah, they were similar but different. Yeah. Different is good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I won. <laughs> yeah, Taryn won, everybody. Don't you all agree? Hey, congratulations, Taryn. 
<laughs> no. I actually think we all did good. And no. they were they were they were pretty similar, but it's funny different. how similar they were, and we didn't talk about them at all. And, and uh, no, maybe we not sh- at all. Maybe we should have, but I don't know. I'm gonna uh, the only re- I'm gonna say Jeremy should have joined us, but he's in the chat room. He didn't feel like playing along, <laughs> so I'm gonna call him out. Even though I brought illuminations back for him, yeah, and he wasn't even here to hear that part. That's true. You know? He did. <laughs> Well, that's fun. I do like doing stuff like this. It's been a long time since we were able to just kind of stretch our creativity a little bit, and uh, maybe Beth's friend can come on the next one. (laughs) Um, Before we uh, move on, I want to let you guys know that Concy Ears is still there for you. They're answering questions. On the last um, Ears Up in Depth, which was last night, which is not released yet, but if you were in the chat room, you heard that uh, they're they're talking about doing Run Disney events again. (gasps) So if you have questions about that, maybe the folks at Concierge can can help you navigate a little bit of that. They're uh, you know they they can help plan for trips about that, um, all sorts of fun stuff. Whenever the parks open up, Concierge has got to be your very first stop to help plan your trips, and uh, they're supporting the show through all the 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 company lockdowns and the the park lockdowns, and we really appreciate it. So. Um, you know, support them, please. Whenever, whenever it's time again, get on their email list. Follow them on social media. Get ready, prepare. Yes, prepare to follow our buddies. Yeah, that's good. Well, that's it. I was going to do maybe a little bit of news, but I'm going to save it for the secret show. We got a secret show because there's not a whole lot of Disney news out there, and uh, and uh, not a lot going on in Disneyland. Yeah. Show I was going to say in Disneyland. Yeah, secret show yes. tonight. Yeah. Oh Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Terrence has, had already started drinking. I saw that. Yeah. Well, not just that. It's been a long day, but okay. Sounds right. like it. I, right? I wrote to you. I told you guys. I've been busy doing third grade homework all day. You know, your kids are supposed to do that, right? You're not supposed to do yep. it for them. They're supposed to, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> are you doing your their homework for them? No, no. I'm not oh, doing yeah. their homework for all them. Right. It's just been like pulling teeth to get these kids to do their stuff. It's been a long day. My mom was that type of mom to to do my homework for me, like the night. Don't first of all, don't look at me like that. Um, you know, like a big project was due the night before, and I just wouldn't do it, and she would like do most of it for me, like that kind of mom, which is really sweet. That but is very nice of her. But it, I can totally see you just being like, no. Yeah, look where it got me. <laughs> <laughs> so, kids, do your homework out there, okay? Uh-huh. You're gonna end up in the, your own living room, talking to people over the internet. All right, well, I think we should get out of here. I do want to thank uh, Concierge, first and foremost. I do want to thank the 21st Amendment uh, as well, first and foremost. I want to thank Tracy Timmer, our Senior Public Programs Coordinator from the Walt Disney Family Museum, who was on to talk about the, uh, God, what is it called? Happy, happily Ever Hour. Jesus Christ. Dragon. Happily Ever After Hours. There you go. <laughs> I think it's a cute name. But I'm, I'm reading it too fast. I need to slow down with that one. Happily Ever After Hours virtual series, which gives you access to Disney greats. And also, they do accept donations as well. If you, if you do live far away and you want to support the museum but don't want to be a member because you're never going to get there, maybe once or twice in every 10 years, uh, you know, throw them a little donation if you want. They're, they're supporting Walt's legacy. They're, they're extending it. They're, they're doing a, a lot of fun stuff over there. So mm-hmm. check them out. Um, their website is waltdisney.org. Cool. All right. Yep. We are going to get out of here, everybody. If you're listening live and you are a Patreon supporter, and I don't know why you wouldn't be, we're going to be on in about, well, I don't know. We could do it in half an hour, I guess, if you guys want. We have to wait that long? No. Do you want to do it? Do you want to do it earlier? Want to do it at nine? I set the thing. I set the thing to nine thirty, but this was sort of a shorter show, so I'll change it back to nine. Have you guys eaten and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Yeah, let's do it at nine. Let's do it at nine. Okay. Well, so we'll see you guys in uh, seventeen minutes. <laughs> We're gonna make a little drink, um, you know, here just to give everybody a recipe. But you know, that's how it goes. Don't forget to ask for the Twenty First Amendment beers wherever you find good craft beer, like DCA when it opens. I do want to play uh, this gem oh, yes. real fast before we get out of here. This song is called "Die." Oh my gosh. I didn't ask Jeremy if I could play this, and I probably should have. Is it on his personal? Yeah. Sorry, Jer. 
I'll cut it out if you don't want me to keep it in there. This is the day Jeremy went crazy. He lost it. <laughs> it's him playing like side by side with himself, and it's great. It was the best thing I've seen all day. Yeah. Side by side in the Syracuse, Syracuse outfit. Oh, that yeah. was amazing. I, it's I good watched stuff. it, and I was like, wait, what? And then I went back <laughs> and watched it again. Yeah. Like, oh, no. <laughs> we watched so it. Much. It was like the so first good. thing I saw this morning in bed, and I was like, and Jason was like, Jeremy's lost his mind. And I was like, oh yeah. my God, he has. That kid done lost his mind. <laughs> he needs to step outside just for like five minutes. Just get out of the house. <laughs> Go back in. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Thanks again to the Walt Disney Fan Museum for taking time out of their busy schedule to come and talk to us. Thank you to the 21st Amendment and to Concy Ears and to everybody listening to these shows. We really appreciate it. Find us on social media, support the show on Patreon. And uh, until next time, we'll see you, I guess, online. Yeah. <laughs> you outside the parks. 